Assalamu alaikum family, it's your brother Ben X. Welcome back to the Brother Ben Speaks or Brother Ben X podcast. Today, I just want to talk about a topic, something that I'm sure all of us are going through, which is how to overcome hard trials. Because many of us every day are going through hard trials. I don't care how much money you have. Um, I don't care, you know, your status, your religion, uh, your lineage. All of us got all of us are going through trials. And sometimes, man, we never take the time because of so much content is going out there. How to make money, how to do this, how to do this and how to do that. It's like, man, it's so much I got to learn. It's so much I got to accomplish. It's so much I got to do to where I never can find time to say time out. Let me look at my life and look at what's going on with my mind and get my mind together. So today we're going to talk about how we should be thinking and how to overcome the hard trials in our life. Because as the minister said, man, there was a great preacher one day that said at every level is a new devil. So if we go solve the problems with everything on the outside, if we go solve problems with everything every, everywhere else, but don't solve the problem inside, everything that we're striving to build and do is going to be destroyed because we, as black men and women, are going to remain underdeveloped. So before I get started with this video and share uh, what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said, um, if you guys are interested in getting an alert Tapping in offline whenever I talk about things like this, just text the word nation to 833-276-7174. I'm going to say it one more time just to get on a list, just in case you know, hey, I want to tap in every time you're talking about this specifically, Brother Ben, the teaching, something helping us, self-improvement. Give me a text. Text the word nation to 833-276-7174. Now, uh, share this with your friends and your family, by the way. If you know anybody going through something, and I think there's going to be a, a podcast that's going to really help them out. Now, what I want to talk about is this. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan was asked a question. And the question was about, or not asked a question, but he was asked to, you know, can you pray for me? And the minister kind of went on, man. And, and, and what he said, I feel like was so comforting that I want to share with other people. So we're going to hop right into it. Let's check it out. Brother Minister, would you please keep a prayerful thought for me and my family? We are in desperate need of Allah's grace. Yes, sister. You have Allah's grace. No matter what you're going through, there's a way to look at some of the problems and trials of life. If you look at it rightly, you can go through it more easily. There's not one person in this room that has not, young or old, come upon some hard times. There are times when you, it's, it's so rough you may not think you can make it another day. Mm. How many of you have experienced times like that in your young life already? You have? Yeah. And if you haven't, don't worry. <laughs> if you live long enough, you sure gonna run into this. Nobody lives perpetually happy in this world. God is so wise in the way he has ordered life. He has ordered life that we must experience the opposites mm. in order to appreciate the good. If you don't experience evil, you don't know how to appreciate good. If you don't experience sadness, you really don't know how to appreciate joy. You, do, do you understand? If, if you don't appreciate life, you can never appreciate death. And if you don't appreciate what death is, you cannot understand what life is. And so 
God has ordained that we just have to go through this. That's it. And the only people that don't go through this are the people that don't come to birth or don't live to a certain age of maturity. But there are children right now, five, six, seven, eight years old, with certain kinds of diseases that are experiencing pain on a level that some of us have not experienced pain. And they are coping with it. Do you understand? Showing you that this is what life is all about. My uh, son-in-law learned last night that his cousin in Detroit, a young girl, 17 years old and pregnant, was walking across the street, maybe not thinking about where she was going. She got hit by a truck. And the truck kept going. Her sister saw her sister laying out there in the street and ran out after her sister, not mindful of where she was going. And a car came along and struck her and killed her. So both of them are dead and they're both teenagers. Now that's hard times. Not hard times for those who have lost their lives, but Hard times for those who love them and have to bury them and continue on after them. Now, what do you say to a person that has lost two daughters like that? Hmm? What do you say to a young man who made the young girl pregnant and he lost the fruit of the womb and the woman who's producing his child? How, how do you talk to them? But God has made us all to handle the vicissitudes of life. You can handle it. And God's grace is always there if you call on it. And the way to call on his grace, if I may say, is to understand that into all of our lives a misfortune will come if we live long enough. And when misfortune comes, the truly righteous person will say, we are Allah's. He is our patron, and to him is our eventual return. What does that do? That makes you go through your hour of trial with the strength necessary to overcome it. I've seen people literally curse God when things like this happen and they can't understand it. I've watched women at funerals, men too, just cry out. They want to know why. Why my son? Why my daughter? Why, why you take this person? He was so good. Why didn't you take that wild, crazy one down the street? Why you take my child that was so good? I mean, parents ask these kind of questions. And they think because they live right. And, and Jesus, you know, I say all my prayers and I read the Bible every morning. Why you take my child? Does that mean that he's not supposed to take your child because you read the Bible and pray? What kind of sick mind do you have? You ain't no better than nobody else because you read the Bible and pray. Somebody else don't read the Bible and don't pray, but that don't mean you are better than they because you read the Bible and pray. You have a funny way of looking at your own little righteousness. And some of us think because we're Muslims and believing in the one God that nothing should happen to us. Don't be a fool. If you believe in Jesus and you say he's the son of God, couldn't get no closer to God than that. But look what God put him through. Yes. And that's his child. Well, if he put Jesus through that, then you hush. Yes, there ain't nobody nailed you yet. They may be planning to. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So whenever, whenever your trial comes, 
if you look at how he prayed when he was going through it, Father, I commend my spirit into your hand. Look, I, I can't handle this. I can't handle it, but I know you can. I'm just going to go on. I'm going to keep stepping. Well, that's the way I believe that the righteous should always be here. So that whatever happens in your life, you find the inner strength mm. to get on through it. And you've got to find the strength from within yourself. Because there are times when you can't lean on nobody. Come on. There are times when mom is not going to be there. Dad is not going to be there. Your best friend is not going to be there. So some connection got to be made with you and your creator direct that you can go on through it alone knowing that you're still not alone. So trials come into your life. To see what kind of person you are. Hell, it's easy for you to love God if everything going your way. Yes, sir. Can you dig it? Yes, sir. Excuse me. I don't mean to be hip, but. This is good, y'all. It's good. Now. Look, you got children. Daddy, can I have some candy? Yes, son. Daddy, can I have uh, that, that gun set? Yes, son. Daddy, can I have a cowboy hat? Yes, son. Daddy, can I have a baseball mitt? Yeah, son. Daddy, I, I want a new suit. Sure, son. Then one day, Daddy ain't got no money. Said, Daddy, can I have it? No, I ain't got it. What? Shoot. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't know what you got. You think you got a son. It's like a woman. Every time she asks you for something, you try to give it to her. She says, oh, thank you, darling. <laughs> Oh, sugar, you so sweet. Bless your heart. But when you tell her, baby, I can't do that this week. And I won't be able to do it next week. What? Well, just a minute. I know someone who can, you know. And that's when you find the strength to say, find him, baby. Get the hell on out of my life. You know somebody who can give it to you. Go find them. Because hell, you ain't here to give her every time she asks, whatever she asks for. Hell no. God don't do that for you. And he's God and got all the treasures, can give you anything you want, but he don't do it. So how in the hell are you going to expect your husband to do it or you expect your wife to do it? No, there come a time when you're not able to do And that's when you find out what you got. I used to do that to my children all the time. And other people's children. I'd set them up. Set their minds up. Yeah, and when I come home, I'm going to do such and such and so and so. And boy, their minds be all set up when I come home. I'm very sorry. I won't be able to do that. Then I just sit back and watch them. Some of their lips get long and funny. That's showing me what I really got there. See, when you can't take disappointment, then the real person comes out under disappointment. That's when Satan became known, according to the Quran, when he got a disappointment. You judge me to be erring and cause me to remain disappointed? Well, I lie and wait for them in that straight path. See, I'm going to get even with you, God. There's a lot of people like that. As long as you give them what, what they ask for, they with you. I got some around here that's like that. And I'm going to try them soon. I'm going to build their minds up like they're going to get whatever they want. And then I'm going to tell them, sorry, I can't do it. And then I'm going to look in your face and see how you act. Yes, sir. And then bust you, get rid of you. Yes, Hell no, you ain't got no friend if you just got a friend. And every time you, he calls, you can say yes. And he says, oh, thank you, you know. That ain't nothing. So you're under God's grace right now. But maybe when you're going through a trial, you're being made manifest. Your faithfulness, your strength, your commitment to God is seen more in trials 
than it seems when things are going your way. But God tries you with both. Because mm. he'll give you something that's a real blessing. Yes, sir. And then see how you act. Mm -hmm. Then when your money, you got money in your pocket, you're riding high, ain't got no time to pray. Uh -huh. that's right. Prayers for them people that need it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I once needed to pray. You know what I mean? Now I got what I want. Oh, who is God? Where, where is he? I'll call him when I need it. And in a little while, you need it. Well, the point is, either way, when you are tried by hard times, remain steadfast. When you are tried by good times, remain steadfast. Then that's a person that God mocks as the righteous. All praise is due to Allah, family. Man, that's that's huge, man. Goodness, that's huge. I hope y'all really took this in. You know, it, the minister teaches us, you know, through our final call and the teachings that Allah ordains struggle for us. So if Allah is the center of everything and he has an active and a permissive will, when we go through trials, we got to ask ourselves, yeah, I'm going through this trial. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, that's unfair. Yeah, I didn't like that. But where is God in it? And when we can think on that level, see, it's a think, it's an attitude. Where is God in it? What's my lesson? Not a loss. What's my lesson that's going to lead me to my ultimate blessing? So I got to know when I'm going through a hard, tough trial. Hey, man. There's a purpose for that. But also when I overcome it and I'm high, there's a purpose for that. Remain steadfast. Seek refuge in Allah. No matter what condition we're in. Now, I want to go to this next one. Uh, because many of us as believers or sympathizers or whatever, we go through hard trials. There's things that, press one in the comment section that there's, if, if there has been something that you wanted to accomplish, something that right now you want to accomplish and you dealing with it. It's taking too long or, it's, or you, you want it to happen tomorrow, but it's just not happening at the speed you want it to, to happen. Press one if you dealing with that right now. You want things to manifest quicker than it is, man. It's, it's taking too long. You don't know if God is really with you. I want y'all to hear from the minister as he teach and talk about this. And I want to say this before I get to this next thing. I made this, this tweet in this post. I, uh, I don't know how many of y'all seen it. But don't underestimate listening to these teachings when you going through a trial. Many of us, we may be high, right? So we doing good and we done heard lectures and we think, well, I done heard that lecture before. I'm telling y'all from personal experience. When you listen to it while you going through a trial, you hear things different than you heard the first time. You could have sworn, man, he didn't say that the first time. Because of our condition and what you're going through, it didn't stick. But when you're going through it and you reread it and you rehear it, Man, it'd be the medicine that you need to get through past that, that hard, tough day that you didn't think you would get through. So refeed, continue to feed no matter where you at, high or low, continue to feed on it because we never know what we need. Let's listen to it. Let's listen to the minister talk about this part right here. You know, brothers and sisters, The Bible says that Allah will send forth his word and it shall not come back to him void. But it shall accomplish everything that he has said it would. It will accomplish it. In spite of what you do or I do or we do, God is the doer. And if you don't do your job, he's on his job. That's right. Yes, sir. None of us have the power to make God a liar. There is no word that he spoke that can be said to be false because 
He has the power to make every word that he spoke truth. But when God speaks, he speaks words that give us a picture of what he intends. Mm. Although the picture is a vision, the messenger of Allah said that vision is real. Yes, sir. It has to come to pass. But in between Allah's articulation of the word through the mouth of his servants, the prophets and messengers, and the manifestation of that word in the establishment of truth and the reality of what the word made us to see was coming, there is the test of the believers and their faith in that word that they can stand on it with surety even though they haven't seen it come to pass that they know it will be. Mm. Yes, sir. Test. The believer is a very special person. The believer is the beloved of God. Because to. I want to stop right here, real quick. I want to interject. You know, it says that the believe, he's saying that the believer is the beloved of God. And then I read also in the Quran where it talks about you do the duty, you deliver the message that Allah will protect you from the enemies. And that alone, and this is how I'm interpreting this. Y'all may see this another way. How I see that is, man, my, my main objective is just to make sure that I don't give a damn what nobody think. You keep your hand in his hand and just strive to remain a believer. Because if you, if the believer, he ain't no respecter of persons. If the believer is the beloved of God and the believer is going to be the winner in the end, I ain't got time to be trying to figure out all what everybody intention. I don't know none of that. I'm not the supreme being to even I shouldn't even waste my time trying to figure out everything. But if I remain and stay focused on me being a believer, then I know that they're going to be backing me. And no matter what is happening, what I'm going through, I'm going to come out of it on top because I remain the believer. But when I get outside of that, become a disbeliever or my actions say, disbeliever now i should be fearing now i should you know be looking over my shoulder because that protection now is removed man it just makes it so simple to the fact that okay i just gotta remain a believer what is a believer remain on this duty and then i ain't got nothing else to worry about because the god got the rest that's just how i'm interpreting i may be off but that just brings peace to me man i don't know what's i don't know what's what's gonna happen what but I, hey, I know behind the scene when nobody else was looking, I stood on this. And man, that just, it just bring peace to the mind. Believe in that which has not yet materialized. Sometimes causes others who disbelieve to call the believers fools. But uh, the Quran says they are the fools but they perceive not while they mock the believers they are in reality blinding themselves to that word which if they allowed it to enter their ear it would stimulate the brain to see and the heart to believe and the hands to work and the feet to walk in the path and they would ultimately walk right into the reality of that word But believers have to be tried. In the few moments that I shall be among you this evening, I want to talk about the trial of believers. 
Believers are the beloved of God because they believe in Him, they put their trust in Him, they obey His apostles and messengers and prophets, and they try to carry into practice in their lives the principles that uphold their belief. Mm. Belief is translated in other words as faith. Paul says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. There has to be hope. And hope is a level of expectation. Mm. I hope to see you tomorrow. I have a level of expectation. I really want to see you tomorrow. And I hope that you will allow me to see you tomorrow. And it's that hope sometimes that keeps me going from today till tomorrow till I can see you again. Faith. The substance of things hoped for. In hope is the expectation and in the expectation is the thought and the vision of the substance of the thing. Let's put it simple. I want to pause this real quick. There's a brother who says in the comment section that... Uh, he would love to see him teach in person. Right now, brother, uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan just recently spoke in Chicago. We was all in Chicago for Savior's Day. If you want to catch the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan speak at this time, God willing, he speaks next year. Now, we know he's up in age. He's been talking about his departure. Um, it's to come to one of the Savior's Day. He's not doing a lot of speaking in person like that and if you're interested in joining or you know just checking out the study group going somewhere in your area you could text me the word nation to 833-276-7174 i'm gonna say it one more time text just the word by itself nation to 833-276-7174 you're going to get a response and it's probably going to send you this video but then shoot me another text and say hey man i'm in this city uh, man, I'm trying to figure out how I can go check out one of the study groups and study, learn more. And then if I know the person or if I can get you in contact with somebody, I help you do that. Have you ever wanted something that you really didn't have the money to purchase? Hmm. But you went home and you saw yourself with it. And you lay down in your bed and you desired it, you wanted it, but most importantly, you believed that you could get it. It's not the desire that will lead you to get it, it's the belief. And have that I will have that so when you state your faith faith the desire and faith feed the will and the will organizes the forces to allow us to achieve the reality so Faith is the support for the will. Faith is the support for the will. He who undermines faith breaks the will. When faith is undermined and will is broken, then we can no longer move toward the objective. We have no driving force within us to go toward the goal because we have lost faith 
in the reality of the goal and we no longer hope, have an expectancy to receive the reality of the goal. Hope is lost. So the dry bones in the valley, uh, that's the way they talked. Our hope is lost. Our bones are dried. We are cut off from our pot. When you're like that, you are actually dead. It is not that you have physically died, but the death of faith is the death of the will, is the frustration of the desire, is the killing of the expectancy. So you are nothing but an empty shell wandering about until faith is restored. The greatest men and women of the Bible were men and women of faith. They were believers. And believers are the beloved of God. I, uh, as a youngster, always wanted to see black people free. And I never have doubted that we will be free. I knew that we had formidable opponents. I did not know how we would be delivered. But when I heard the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teach me of Allah and his power, I believed. And that belief in Allah and the resurrection of our people raised my hope. I expect the resurrection. Mm, expect. I believe that it will take place. Yes, sir. I desire the rise of black yes. people. I have faith that our people will rise. Yes, so my faith supports my will. Yes, and my will drives me yes, go ahead. to accomplish the goal. Yes, yes, sir. Or at least to die in the attempt. But even death will not stop what God has ordained. I will die a Muslim. Yes. Believing and in submission. Yes, sir. To acting upon. I want to stop right there. He said not even death or dying would stop what God ordained. So when I hear that. And we hear the minister say, I will be the winner living or dead. What does that mean? What do you think about when we hear that? Well, what I, what I get from that is, as long as what I'm doing or set out for is in line with his will, it's going to happen no matter who or what opposition is in front of me. So as a Muslim, we submit our will to do his will. We may have a will for this thing to be successful. Someone else may have a will for this thing not to be successful. Whatever align with his will and is in the season of God, that's what's going to come into fruition. Now, it doesn't mean that we don't, we just say, hey, I want a car. And if I don't get no car, I must not be in God's will. We have a responsibility of our own that we're supposed to carry out. We're not just throwing it out to no mystery, God. Yeah, we got to exercise force and power God within ourselves. But man, if we can study and align our goals and align what we want to attain in line with his will, man, that's that, that type of willpower backing you. Ain't nothing that this world will be able to stop when you got the God backing you. But when we want to do something and 
be slick with it. When we have evil intent, ill intent, when we have, we're doing things for the wrong reasons. We can't expect that power, that will to be backing us because it's not in line with his will. So man, when we have our goals and things, think about, does this align with the will of God? And it'll just have you, give you, give you more juice that's backing your idea, your desire, and your will. The will of God. The believers are the beloved of God. And I don't know about you, but if you've ever been in love, if that has ever happened in your life, to be the beloved of someone who is powerful is to share in his power. Mm. To be the beloved of someone who is rich is to share in his riches. To be the beloved of someone who is wise is to share in his wisdom. To be the beloved of one who is secure and can grant security is to be made safe. To be the beloved of one who has power over all things is to fear nothing. Yes, sir. The believer is the beloved of God. When you are beloved of someone, that one wants to keep you ever before his eye. That one wants to take you into his bosom. To be the beloved child of a mother is to be comforted constantly by the warmth and protection of her bosom. The believer is the beloved of God, but who are the believers? Mm. Come on. How do you distinguish the believer from one who feigns belief? Well, a believer says, Assalamu alaikum. Well, so does a hypocrite. Mm. A devil can say that. Come on. Well, uh, a believer uh, eats one meal a day. Well, yes. But disbelievers can adopt a good eating program. Mm. How do you distinguish a believer? The Quran gives you the mark of the believer. Let's see what it says. In uh, Surah 2 of the Quran, it opens like this. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, I, Allah, am the best knower. This book, there is no doubt in it. It is a guide to those who fear God and shun evil. This book, there is no doubt in it. Stop right there. Doubt is the very opposite of belief. The moment you doubt, you lose power to act. If you believe, you have the power to act on that belief. Once you doubt, you can't act. Mm. So the believer's belief makes him active in pursuing the results of his belief. Ooh, I gotta stop it right there. This is why the enemy always attacks us mentally. We still can do certain things that he can do as far as business, as far as uniting, as far as doing this. But if he can get us to think a certain way, attack our beliefs, put propaganda out there, if there's a way for us to socially engineer us to stop believing and knowing who we are, which are God's beings exercising force and power. 
then he can control the outcome because he knows if we want to change the fruit, we got to change the root. And what is the root? The mind, how we think, how we believe, our faith in ourselves and in others. We know scripture says, be ye transformed not by the renewing of our money. It says, be ye transformed by what? By the renewing of the mind. So if you lay out and you hear it do for self, but then as soon as you hear it do for self, a doubt comes up to mind. Damn, I never done business before. Why would they buy for me? My product wouldn't be good enough. See, you want to lose weight. You want to get a better, you want to start eating better. Ah, but it's going to take too long for me. See, so the doubt begins to creep up and the doubt cripples us. Because it is the belief that the faith, the desire, and the will is standing on. So if I can destroy the faith and the belief, I can destroy him because he needs the belief and faith to get to where he's trying to go. Godly. Man, so I believe. So when people talk, I used to always hear people when I first came into the teachings, people used to try to mock belief. Well, I don't do belief. I do know. I'm a knower. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get that. I, you know, to a certain degree. But when you go out there in the morning and you start your car, you didn't know your car was going to start. You believed it was going to start. And because you believed it was going to start, it led your actions to go and take your butt out there and turn the key. But how many people do you know maybe one day went out there and they turned the key and the car didn't start? They didn't know that. They believed that my car is about to start, so I'm finna turn it. So we don't know everything. So listen, as you come into this, don't be... Uh, uh, don't allow others to defer you from belief. You know, oh, you don't believe, I ain't believe nothing. You believe something. Yeah, you believe something. So listen, family, uh, strengthen your belief. Strengthen your faith. Not just faith in God, but faith in self. Listen to that self-accusing spirit within, which is God too. The minister says, would you murder the messenger of God? And the audience said, no, sir, I wouldn't murder the messenger of God. And he said, hmm, you murder the messenger of God every day that we steal the voice of truth from within inside of ourselves. We used to see growing up watching cartoons, the angel on one side and the devils on one side. Now, that's only symbolic of what goes on inside of us every day. There's a voice when we want to do, there's a voice that shows up. Do it, brother. Come on now. Don't skip another day. Come on. Go ahead and go and get it out the way. Here comes the devil voice. Man, you can do it tomorrow. <sighs> Don't worry about that. You tired. Don't, man, take a break. You good. So that, that voice, the two voices, two forces are within us. Which one are we going to submit to? So strengthen our faith. When we hear that voice of truth within, the more we obey that, the more we submit to that, we get stronger in obeying our higher selves, obeying the God. But the more we give in to that lower self, the weaker part of ourselves, we deteriorate our will. And I'm going to talk about that because the minister speaks about that in our study, guys. But I just want to point that part out, man. Faith. He's saying, I know he's talking about the believers right now, but even if you're not in the nation or whatever the case may be, strengthen your faith with God, man. And strengthen the faith with yourself. Get knowledge yourself so that you can fall in love with yourself and know who you are. Once you know that you're the mother and father of civilization, that you're the Asiatic black man, the maker, the owner, the cream of the planet earth, God of the universe, that gives you a certain type of belief. And it may make you stick your chest out, not in arrogance, but in knowledge of who you are finally. The person who doubts and is feigning belief is not really acting out. The principle, they sit among the believers, mm. but they are not active. In fact, they are like a weed to a rose. They sit next to a believer who is trying to act out the principles. Mm. And they have a desire not to act on the principle, but to choke out the action of the person that believes. Have you met anyone like that? 
with a word spoken and you hear it and all of a sudden mm. Mm. And then I don't have a desire to take the paper. Mm. This week I, I'll duck my obligation. I won't come out to my FOI class and I'll make an excuse uh, to my MGT class and I'll miss the mosque meetings. And, and then, uh, of course, I, I know they're going to ask me where have I been and I'll lie. Tell them I have domestic problem. Or after a while, I, I just won't want to be. I don't like the suit. Why do I have to wear this bow tie? Or any kind of tie? Why do my shoes have to be shined? Why do I have to have my face shaved and a haircut? And why do I have to dress like what is happening to you? Mm. Something is undermining faith. You don't hope for a meeting with Allah. And let me, I want to bring some context. I know he's talking about nation principles, FOI, MGT. But if you're not in a nation, translate what he's saying so you still can receive the principles. Right now he's talking about our duty of taking the final call, delivering it to our people, dress, dressing a certain way, living a certain way. But what about your standards? What are some standards that you know you live by, some goals that you set for yourself and you find yourself, well, nah, I ain't going to do that. Well, nah, I ain't going to do that. Well, nah, I ain't going to stick to doing this. Think about it. Hold on. That's not happening for no reason. What has happened? What have we allowed to enter in? That's tampering with our mindset. That's allowing us to get away from doing things that we know will make us successful. We got to check that or else we'll find ourselves falling off, falling off, falling off to where it may be too late. Where you look back and you done fell all the way down. When you could have heard this message and say, you know what? Let me check myself right now today. Monday, March 20th. Let me see where I've been slipping at. Come on. All right, right here. Today, I'm going to get it together. Right here, I've been slipping. Okay, let's get it together. Because all of us slip, all of us fall, none of us perfect. But it's about receiving a message that's going to convict us and get us right back on the right path. That's why in our prayer, it says striving to be upright. Not that we all upright, striving to be upright. So if we done kind of, you know, went back to that B stage, let's get ourselves back up, family. That's what he came for. To help us and save us, not to condemn us, but to lift us back up with the word. You don't hope for the hereafter. You don't hope for the resurrection of the dead. All these niggas will never rise. I, mm. I was a fool to even believe that. Look at all these crazy niggas out here. They look like they're getting worse to, to, to me. Little Farrakhan think he can wake these people up? I think he's a little sick myself. See, when you begin to lose faith, everything looks big mm. and impossible to you. Right. See, when you're full of faith, you feel that you can get the job done tomorrow. That's right. That's right. Go ahead. But when you lose faith, mm. when you lose faith, you start making excuses and saying, oh, hell, this job ain't never going to get done. I might as well go and party and just have a good time. You know? I'm going to die one of these days, but I'm going to enjoy myself. <laughs> now, that is the truth. You're going to die, sure enough. One of these days. But isn't it marvelous to live your life in submission to the will of the Lord of the worlds? Yes. Isn't it wonderful to live your life knowing that you are working out not only your salvation, but helping to work out the salvation of a people mm. 
who will live long after we are dead and gone? Isn't it wonderful to know that we are preparing a future for ourselves and our children? It's like a fat person losing weight. You gotta, you gotta expect a loss. You gotta keep seeing yourself as you once were. You gotta believe that the course you're on is gonna bring the intended results. And even if you step on the scale and it don't show a loss the first day, don't get discouraged. Just keep on your program. Because if you keep on your program day after day, believing, expecting, and hoping, and working, and sweating for the results. Before you know it, you look in the mirror one day. And you say, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm on the road. And when you can see that you're on the road, it gives you more courage to even work harder because you see something coming. But so many start out, you know, and they don't get the results right away. And all the pain my legs hurt oh god my back hurts oh lord i gotta keep doing this and before you know it you want to give up and then some fat person next to you says oh you look good (laughs) you don't have to strain yourself and that's key be mindful y'all of those who allow us to be mediocre. Oh, man, you I. Oh, you can do better. Yeah, and I can help you do better. Here are some suggestions on how to be better. No, man, I want you to be a God. See, so when we allow our friends and our people to say, oh, it's okay, when they know we can be better, when they know we can do better, we got to start looking at them. What you on? See, in our ego, we may say, oh, that's my brother. He's a yes man. She's a yes man. Everything you do is right. But the one who may agitate us just a little bit, that'll tell us, hey, man, you, 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 you was wrong there, brother. Yeah, you, yeah, you can be better there, brother. That's the one who we really want to stick around and get feedback from because they not going to allow us to stay down here because they want to see us up here man that's deep man because it happens somebody may say something to you yeah you ain't boy you look good boy you don't need no six-pack boy that's all the justification we need y'all know when we fast and doing ramadan i mean uh doing the three-day fast let somebody you waiting for somebody to say the wrong the right thing uh, watermelon, brother, 98% water, brother. You can go and get you a watermelon. I know we fast and we can drink water, can't we? Well, watermelon made of water, brother, so go on, you can take a little bite. That ain't going to hurt nothing. We waiting on that. Ooh, that's a good point, brother. Let me go and break my fast. Come on, man. Y'all know? So just be mindful. It's not that you're not going to be mindful of the people around you. You want people that's going to help us you know, hold us accountable. It's not a bad thing that they hold us accountable. It's a good thing, especially now if they don't mean you no harm. There's some people that critique you. They just, they going to find something and everything. They just be exaggerating. But you want to find a good brother who, man, they, that brother really want to see me do good. And they want to allow us to become so mediocre and, 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 and complacent with making no progress. I know it may be agitating. Damn, he get on my nerve. He always got, he, he don't never let me. That's the one. In the end, you're going to be thinking, man, that brother didn't let me give up. The world today is accepting fat people. They're just calling us stout and beautiful. You turn on Oprah and she she drop one on you. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm sick of dieting. And you look at Luther Vandross and he got his back and he says, well, I'm fat, but I can sing. True. But you sure look better, brother, when you were thinner. Then that gives you an excuse to give up. Mm. There's always a test 
Whenever you say you want something that God wants for you, Satan will always speak to you from the weak side to encourage you to give up. Those who believe there is no doubt in this book, meaning every word of it is truth. And not that there is no doubt in the book, you should have no doubt in it. It's a book for the believer who believes in the unseen. Stop right there. The scholars say that the unseen means the vision that the word brings up of a future thing that is to take place that's not yet there. I believe that this devil is on his way out. So, family, I hope that this video was for somebody. I don't know who it was for. Um, I seen a couple people. You know, with some comments in the comment section. But man, I just wanted to make this video because I want to share a word from the minister, something in the in, in videos that has helped me during my trying times. Trying times doesn't mean that it's it's the end, especially with big things are happening, family. And you know you striving to carry out his mission, and you know you're striving to be a believer. That is the time to open our eyes and see what does he want to manifest in me. It may be some bad things. It may be a flaw. It may be a weakness. But there's a reason he wants it to manifest so that we can see it, so that we can correct it and be better and do better. It's not to crush us, you know, down us. But it's like gold. You burn it. And you're purifying it, not burning it and damaging it and destroying it. We're being purified through our trials. So if we're going through a trial right now, think about what is he striving to purify me for? What is he striving to manifest in me so that I can be conscious of it so I ain't got to go through this again? See me, I'm going to be honest, man. I'm going through a slight trial myself. And as I look back on my life, I say he strive. He has, he has tried to get me to learn this before. And I thought I had it, but I didn't act all the way on it to avoid it another time. So now the trial is a little bit bigger. It's almost the same scenario, a little bit bigger. Son, I need you to master this because it's something bigger that I want to give you, sister or brother, but you got to tie this up first before I can give it to you. So in the trial, let's open our eyes. Let's open up our ears, man, and listen and watch and see. Not other people. It's not about pointing the finger. This, 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 this. Yeah, we can do that, and it may be justified. But as we do that, look back at self and say, now, what could I have done better? What could I have done to avoid it? That's ultimately what's going to make us better because we cannot control others. We can't control their actions. We can't control their thoughts. We can't control what they say about us, but I can control me so I can control how I, okay, nope. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? To make sure that whatever I get into is right and exact. So, man, I thank everybody for listening to this podcast today. If you're going through something, man, and you coming in late, please rewatch this from the beginning. And as I said before, if you guys want to be want me to text you guys and so that you don't miss any podcast like this in the future, text the word nation to 833-276-7174. It's my text list so that, you know, you guys don't see me post about it on social media or maybe social media didn't alert you that I was live. I shoot a text before I go live and say, hey, I'm about to do a podcast about this. I'm about to do a podcast on this topic. And, uh, you know, you guys can be here uh, on time. But, man, I thank all of you all. Remain patient. Be patient with yourself. Remember, the, the, the scripture says the race is not to the swift nor to the strong, but to those of us who can endure to the end. After difficulty comes ease. After difficulty comes the ease. But watch this part. 
if we don't duck the difficulty. Ah, let me read this. I forgot I wanted to give us this. This is from our self-improvement study, guys, from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I hope nobody left too early. This, this, this is from the self-improvement study, guys, called Build, Building the Wheel. Watch this. He says, brothers and sisters, each time we turn away from the struggle to overcome difficulty, there then is deterioration of character and there is destruction of the will. And the will that is within you is God's gift. Oh, look at this. It is his essence that he gives to man and anything that deteriorates your will destroys your ability to cope with the problems of life. Struggle is ordained. Oh, man, that's that's heavy, man. He says the desire to attain a goal brings us face to face with difficulty. Oh, man, y'all not hearing this. He said the desire to attain a goal brings us face to face with difficulty. So let's put this in context. He says when we undergo the trial of difficulty, the trial may be so intense that it extinguishes the light of the desire to to attain the goal. So some of us, when we when we come up on difficulty, we think sometimes in our mind, God don't like me. Or this is a, this how we we spooky superstition. Oh, this is a sign that this ain't the right way. No, when we expect, hey, struggle is ordained. Opposition, what is necessary? So when opposition comes, when struggle comes, that does not mean abort the process, especially if you're doing it right. It means, hey, this is normal. Let's face it so that we can overcome it and get what we hoping for. So some of us are going through things, not always because we did something wrong. It's because I got a goal I'm trying to attain. And my desire to attain and get this goal brought me face to face with difficulty. Now I got to overcome and deal with whatever it was that need to be corrected to get to my goal. Where it may be finances. It may be mentally. It may be relationships. It may be this. It may be that. What, what what we brought face to face with is going to be with what I struggle with. I Somebody bring me face to face with a joint. We, that ain't my struggle. So that ain't my trial. But you, shoot, it may be a brother around you smoking and that, that's one of your vices. That may be your trial. So all of our trials are going to be different. So let's change the, the perspective and the attitude we have when we have difficulty in our lives. Thank Allah that we still alive. Thank God, Jehovah, Most High, whatever name you want to use, that you still alive to have the ability to overcome it. Some people didn't overcome the difficulty. They died. They gone. They don't have a chance and a choice to correct it, do better, overcome it, learn from the lesson and do it better. They chances are out. We still got breath in our body to say tomorrow I'm on it better. Today I'm doing better. Whew. It don't get no better than that, man. So let's change our perspective as the minister is striving to teach us and think about Allah's coloring, his viewpoint on things. And as I close, I said this before. See, the scripture says that his ways is not our ways. His thoughts is not our thoughts. Obviously, he has an elevated way of doing things, right? He has an elevated way of seeing things, right? Well, if we strive to elevate our thinking, when we get on an airplane and we go up buildings that once was big, oh, I can't believe they built something like this. When we get on an airplane and go 10,000 feet and look down on it, we say, whoa, I can barely see it. Well, how about us get on the God Allah Most High Airlines and sit in our seat and let him take us up high so that we can look down on our problems and say, whoa, that problem that I once thought was big is really small now when I look at it from his view. Ooh, I'm done, y'all. I'm through. Man, I thank you all for listening. 
Uh, again, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm getting back in motion, man. I'm getting back with these podcasts, putting these teachings back in your face. Um, not that I stopped, but I'm getting back on my podcast at least. So uh, I hope, man, this podcast was impactful for somebody, valuable for somebody. And if y'all don't mind, come on the YouTube channel, on the video, and just leave a testimonial of what you got from the minister's words or what you got from the podcast, maybe something I said. Because when we're going through different things, we hear different stuff. So you may have heard something that connected with you that somebody else didn't catch. And when you put it in your testimonial, when you put it in the comment section, they say, ooh, I missed that part. Man, I needed that. So if y'all don't mind, for your little brother, Come over to YouTube, subscribe to the new YouTube channel. Y'all know they keep taking them from me and just comment y'all thoughts below. I select, I, I missed, I sound like that brother from uh, 2010, brother said, Asalaika Lama, or Lake Masala. Now, Asalaika Lama, Lake Family. Y'all have a black-tastic day. Peace.